work experience. I've read that um, the three founders just grew up together. You guys are um, best friends, you know, partners. And so I just wanted to get your side of the story on how you guys, you know, came to be. Absolutely. Well, we have, we've been friends for, uh, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, since we were five years old yeah. in Bolivia. We went to school together and we've coincidentally actually independently we each came to Washington DC later on in, in our lives yeah. and Juan Manuel and I we finished high school together mm-hmm. and Rodrigo eventually came here for college and after college we we came back to Washington DC mm-hmm. we graduated around the Great Recession in 2009 when things were really bad and yeah. DC in a way was a bit of a bubble mm. was protected with the um, the fact that it's it's very close to government and I ended up getting a job at the IMF and at the time the IMF was expanding of course because right. they they help economies in in when when there's economic hardship and my background is it's it's weird because it's not particularly uh, specific to, to, to what we're doing in terms of recycling. It's actually quite different. It's really more, that's, that's more of a passion of mine. Mm. It's, it's not because I'm a soap expert or it's not because I'm an engineer or, or I'm a chemist. Mm. And it's, it's because uh, in, in college, I, I remember I would see Planet Earth and I absolutely loved that. That was really something that mm. that was sparked my interest in doing something for the environment, for the preservation of of animals, for for doing my my little bit of share of of helping the environment. Because at the end of the day, it's something that we say with Urbanize is that without without a healthy environment, without a, he- a healthy planet, nothing else matters. Because at the end of the day, we can be we can all be talking about uh, political conflicts or, or or things that we're truly passionate about, but at the end of the day, if we're not able to make planet Earth our home, all of those things are not going to matter. So it's really basically this base necessity that that we have as as a species in order for us to survive. So that's why I thought, wow, this is this is very very um, uh, like a calling. It's very much um, a mission that I would love to be part of. So uh, my background is really more in financial economics. Mm-hmm. I've, I studied at Cornell University and I graduated in applied economics and management. And, and then eventually I worked at the IMF. I did a lot of statistical analyses and I, I would help economists assess the um, what the trends were, mm-hmm. and what the what the economic data was, what, what what the relevant news was in terms of latest economic developments, 
where their trends were headed, and in performing impact analyses, let's say if price of oil would go up, what happened to to um, price of inflation, and and then eventually I went on to work for for the World Bank, and I was part of a junior professional associates program. It's a two-year program, and I I covered the Caribbean and particularly I focused on their of being able to to mitigate and help with their high levels of debt that they have and so I would go on on missions what they they call it a country visits to 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 see how the World Bank can help alleviate that debt and then eventually I at the same time actually mm-hmm. when I was at the IMF and I was at the World Bank I started a master's program at Johns Hopkins in in economics mm-hmm. and finance as well. So my academic my academic experience is really financial and, mm-hmm. and economic oriented. And then eventually I graduated and went to work for Booz Allen Hamilton. And in Booz Allen Hamilton I was uh, I mean, I had a few gigs because they it's consulting, so you do yeah. many things. Uh, most of them were really very boring <laughs> and not challenging, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> but then eventually, um, I did find I did financial work, and and it it was really last year where, when we started the three the three co-founders, we would would think about the days when we worked at Starbucks, yeah. when we were in high school worked as baristas and then we thought this would really be going back to what I was saying before it'd be a really cool thing to wake up every morning and, and, and to try to fix and and to, to try to reduce the amount of coffee grounds that go into landfills mm. and Rodrigo is is he studied political no he started economics and he works in real estate Juan Manuel is a it did a lot of campaigning. Mm. He he is the one who did political campaigning for his education, and and he did canvassing and and then uh, polling, doing surveys for for the political candidates that that he worked with. Uh, he worked a lot in Central America, mm. and then uh, then after graduating from his university, in in England, came back, and then that's when we established the company right around then. Mm. Okay. So, I hear that it's just a, such a passion of yours to be sustainable and work for the planet instead of, like, harming it. So what does stain- sustainability mean to you? I think it's it's really understanding how, how we can... I mean, I would say that human being th- there's this notion that has really been that stems from from many many years back that we were here placed on earth and that everything else around us is th- is is there to serve us mm-hmm. human beings and there's this really this this notion uh, that really stems a lot from religion yeah. that 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 animal is there so that I can eat it, or that um, 
the, the plants were there so that they could they could serve us um, but uh, on the contrary I mean we're really uh, we've evolved with the planet and we're, we're part of it and and what it, what we do affects the planet and what the planet does affects us and our livelihood as a species as well so I think that sustainability is is about um, that balancing act of not impeding our our likelihood to survive on Earth, mm. and also in, in not impeding the likelihood to survive um, for other species, and also for the really for the ecosystem at large. So, I mean, with urbanized, we have a saying to live in sync with nature. So that's really all what sustainability is about. Uh, I mean, I would say that it's 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 understanding our our role on on the planet and and how what we do affects um, how how the planet reacts to our to our actions. Okay. So how do you think um, urbanized soap is contributing to the sustainable living and you know creating this? and, you know, just putting more forth effort into, um, sus you know, sustaining our, our Earth. Yes, we are, when, when with Urbanize, what we look at is what is, what is consumed mm -hmm. uh, the most, what, what material goods mm -hmm. are really consumed the most yeah. by, by the majority of, of, the people and and then on the flip side we think about what are the what are the kinds of products that people use on a daily on a daily basis mm -hmm. and and so the we think of it as two ways in terms of the coffee is something that individuals consume on a daily basis for example today I uh, drank a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and then I actually myself um, threw those coffee grounds into the trash, right. and and those coffee grounds are gonna end up. They they were essentially mixed with other uh, with other trash with mm -hmm. with other compostable trash, mm -hmm. and and that's gonna um, go onto a landfill. Uh, one third it will be recycled, but then the other third since it's it's really a mixture of trash will will be incinerated mm -hmm. and uh, or will just be um, uh, accumulating as mm -hmm. landfilled waste and so what we are trying to do is to to extend the life cycle of consumed goods into usable and innovative products that people can can utilize and then on the on the flip side is that, for example, a soap is is used on on a, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. uh, the the reason why we're not making a hand lotion or or a or the reason why we're not necessarily brewing coffee mm -hmm. and then using it as a um, a liquid soap yeah. uh, is because it comes in plastic, and so. We we look at both things. Is that mm -hmm. um, while we are reducing the amount of mm -hmm. of coffee grounds that are ending in 
landfills, we are also making our, our, our share of then giving the consumers the product in a way that will also be recycled. Mm -hmm. and, and from the packaging to the way that it's presented in the, in the experience as a whole, we want it to be an entirely uh, eco, eco-friendly experience. Right. Um, have you guys, you know, thought about like different products to expand to or different ways the consumer can use their coffee grounds? So say I'm the average coffee consumer and I throw my coffee coffee grounds in the trash. What are things that I can do, just small things that I can um, put into my daily routine? Yes, we we are incredibly open about the, the, the lifestyle aspect of mm. it that yeah. on our website we have tips on how people can utilize coffee grounds mm. so that then they can themselves make their own scrub or they, they themselves yeah. can can use it in, in their daily routines. Their coffee grounds is is used a lot in it's most widely used as a fertilizer. Uh, for their guard for the people's gardens and because it's very high in nitrogen and the the only the only um, drawback is that one has to pay attention uh, to which kinds of plants uh, you're putting the the coffee grounds onto mm. because it has uh, high acidity yeah and so the the plants that are going to flourish are going to be the ones very receptive to more acidic uh, environments in their uh, in, in, in the soil, mm. and that's really the the go to thing that people can do already right away. Mm. And additionally, what what people can can do with the with the coffee grounds is is to even do an exfoliating yeah. scrub. Yeah, uh, mix it with with uh, sugar mm -hmm. and add an essential oil yeah. and then that's it actually I mean, mm -hmm. it's very easy uh, the for us uh, mm -hmm. for urbanize what we would like to do is to not only be seen as a company that that repurposes coffee grounds but we would like to repurpose many other goods for mm -hmm. example we have already been um, doing in, the, in, in our lab some testing with flowers mm -hmm. so we cool. are want to partner with flower shops mm -hmm. that throw their withering flowers away that are not good for a wedding that they've already been withered for a wedding or mm -hmm. a birthday party yeah. but they're perfectly usable for uh, to to make an essential oil, yeah. a rose essential oh, that's oil. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's just so that's so cool. So many yeah. things that one can do. Yeah. Or even a soap, one can do yeah. like a rose soap without mm. the exfoliation. Yeah. Uh, that would be very well suited to to moisturize the skin, mm. and and then um, in addition to that, uh, actually, Alex. Uh, uh, she was suggesting that we could do a tea, tea-based soap. Yeah. Um, let's say like ask Honest Tea if they yeah. would be up for oh, so giving cool. us their their tea that yeah. they've already um, 
used uh, and, and is, is also perfectly usable for, yeah. for soap or uh, for beauty products that mm-hmm. could be good. I know that tea and coffee are incredibly good to depuff the, the eyes. Yeah. Uh, my mom herself uses tea for that. Mm-hmm. And so those could be things that we can do. We can uh, use it for creams. Yeah. And uh, a night cream that yeah. would be uh, perfect for depuffing. Yeah. Or that sounds so uses. cool. <laughs> the great thing about yeah. repurposing is that yeah. it's, uh, it really skies the limit. Yeah. That's the awesome thing. Because everyone uses, like, hand cream or soap. Everyone or uses hand cream. Like, it's just, like, duh. Exactly. Like, almost like, why why, why hasn't anyone, you know, done this before? Or why haven't we been why doing aren't it? We the, <laughs> exactly. And the, and the great That's thing so is cool. that all of these products yeah. are free of cost for us. Yeah, because they're we just, like, they're going to be thrown trash. away. <laughs> one man's trash is another one's treasure. It's another one's treasure. <laughs> Seriously, that's, yeah. that's how we think about that the business. That is so cool. That's really how we wow. think about it. Yeah. Man, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> look look at that. Like, look at all these like, things that are just being thrown away and how you can like repurpose them to for another... And, to and use create, it again. To, to, to create, use it again. Yeah. And, and create a... An experience, really. Right. That's that's what we are very much focused on is mm-hmm. is to how to make something that is discarded, but then mm-hmm. really take the its its essence and its beauty out. Right. And to for for it to be seen as as something incredibly valuable. Yeah. And for for it to be actually very valuable mm-hmm. for the for the consumer. Yeah. And and so that's why also at the same time. We, we want to draw this line up in terms of um, we're not really selling you trash because at the end of the day, it's something that uh, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it has already been collected beforehand mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, has not been mixed with anything else. Yeah. So it's really actually uh, saved, if you will, mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. Um, so that's really one, one notion that we want for people to, to avoid yeah. and, and, and thinking about the products that we make. It's really more, um, these we are diverting these products from, from mm-hmm. being thrown away. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so how do you, you touched upon it um, during like, uh, when you are going to school and you know what it's like for the, for, um, the economic environment. So how does mm-hmm. the, how do social, economic, um, environmental, and political environments impact uh, urbanized? Yes, it's very, I would say that social is incredibly mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. because uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of social awareness these days, mm-hmm. thankfully, of our effects on the environment and then and how we can uh, help um, minimize our negative effects on the environment uh, l- luckily it started already in 2000 mm. but then there's really a lot of work to be done because of politics as well yeah so there's there's a social aspect where one is able to 
get to those audiences mm-hmm. through social media yeah. and uh, the, the, the ones that we use uh, are Instagram um, because of the hashtags, the power of hashtags and the power of collaboration yeah. with individuals who are already in that scene or, or individuals that are already living that lifestyle and but at the same time uh, at the national level, there there is of course going to be a lot of a lot of discord, and a, a lot of um, there there's there's really um, basically two um, uh, two forces that yeah. are going to be going against the environmental movement because there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. So one of the aspects that we're really happy about is mm-hmm. that we are a business and we are a a company that is also that we that the great thing is that our bottom line really helps the environment, but our also our bottom line is is making a profit. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we can if if we can ourselves uh, be advocates and and helping um, guide policy towards environmental protection mm. and and also be at the, the the forefront of that end then we'd be more than happy to participate uh, for now we're, we're incredibly involved in, in the social aspect mm. and then the community involvement yeah. uh, because we are just getting started so yeah. we have absolutely no uh, uh, Involvement mm-hmm. in politics whatsoever. Yeah. So, how are people aware of your business? How do you use your te- like technology such as social media to get like the awareness out um, to to market to market urbanized? We. We we love to um, work around communities mm-hmm. and engage with communities mm-hmm. and help them also be part of the story. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's it's something that we we think that both parties would be leveraging the the story that they are trying to tell mm-hmm. and also to enable us to tell our story and f- for for consumers to learn about the things that we're doing as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how we we see our our approach and that's that's the the way that ha- we have been mm-hmm. uh, going about and to to give you a few examples. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we work with a lot of uh, yoga instructors yeah. who are and the potentially you've seen our Instagram account that has a lot of yoga mm-hmm. um, followers and yoga challenges mm-hmm. because the the yoga community is one of our target audiences mm-hmm. because when a person does yoga they're uh, they're already living in the in that philosophy yoga it's since it comes from the Orient, uh, they're all about living in sync with nature, mm-hmm. um, being uh, being 
uh, aware of their effects on the environment, mm -hmm. and 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 that's why it, the yoga community is is a, is a perfect target audience for us, because it's not something that we necessarily have to have to. Um, they already get it, yeah. and and we don't have to do much explaining. Right. So it's it's actually them already, just knowing that we exist and then being really excited about it and 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 eventually what we would love to do is to to of course utilize the power of social media and and getting a the the software involved so that individuals can refer their friends mm -hmm. and get discounts get coupons yeah. or get a gift card yeah. um so that, so that if if let's say that they're they're excited about the company, mm. about what we're doing, we also want to put incentives in place, so that then uh, one one person excited uh, who lives that lifestyle can also get their friends on it, so that then um, then more people can learn about us. Uh, so we are really more about community engagement and and we we think that uh, one person that is that is very excited and and really loves what we're doing mm -hmm. is much better than than someone who uh, doesn't really care for the environment and and uh, has heard of us but will probably never uh, purchase a product from us right. so that's really how we we see it, how we approach it. Well, that was kind of my next question. I was mm -hmm. going to ask, is there an initiative to potential consumers, or how do you get um, this audience where they don't know anything about composting or green living or eco-friendly? Yes. Yeah. I think that it's usually, it, it very much starts with a niche yeah. and starts with very uh, well-aware consumers mm. that that are at the at the forefront of this type of lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, for example, I would say that going back to, to yoga, it, uh, back when it started, it was really just a few individuals mm -hmm. that, that would do it, and it was a niche market. Yeah. And I think that the, the zero, zero waste lifestyle, mm -hmm. I think I see, I see it that way as well. Right now, it's very... It's very niche, mm -hmm. but eventually, I think that it'll be a trend that will make its way nationwide, mm -hmm. and and that it'll be commonplace, and then uh, more companies will emerge around it, and the the important thing for us will be to to make sure that we are riding the wave, and for us to to help actually. In, in, in the uh, uh, in the awareness aspect uh, but of course really starting uh, with our with with knowing that there's this core audience that already exists but also helping them tell the story and and going back to leveraging really making sure that we are um, joining efforts into telling the uh, the story and and, and being more more meaningful in, in what we do and the message that we that we bring across. Okay. So did you choose the DC Maryland Virginia area or did 
the DMV choose you because you're talking yes. about consumer like the consumerism location and what people are interested in. That's so how right. did you guys start? You know, in you know, did DC choose you or you were like this feel or was it something that it's like yeah, this feels right here feels right. I would say that it was a little bit more the latter mm-hmm. than the former. Okay. Although the great thing is that. It, so it happens that we really were very fortunate to to become part of Bethesda Green mm-hmm. because there are so many incubators out in, in, in the world and in the United States mm-hmm. that where we could have applied to and that we could have landed. Uh, of course, the, the other great location would have been Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. but there's oh, yeah. a, lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of these types of, of movements as well. Yeah. And, and probably San Francisco is, is already starting very mm-hmm. uh, is, 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 is um, in that movement mm-hmm. and has a high concentration already for, for, for many years that, of individuals that, that are advocates for the environment. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that Washington, D.C. is... Is, is a good location in, in that regard in terms of people being aware of their effects on the environment and being at least very politically involved. Um, and the, the only downside for us that we saw was that Washington, D.C. is not necessarily a, a place where uh, companies, startups necessarily uh, flourish. Mm. And um, because it's it's just so government oriented, yeah. and and the and the people that are that are in the D.C. area are not necessarily very entrepreneurial. Although we have seen in the recent past that that, that has been changing. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, there's there are more incubators, and so that's why I think that within the Washington D.C. area, we were able to fortunately find this niche. Mm-hmm. for us to be in, which is Bethesda Green. So we could not be in a better place in that, in that sense, being in Washington, D.C. Okay. So where do you see the growth urbanized in maybe like five years or ten years? Do you, are you guys um, planning to move nation, nationally or even you know, globally within the future? Yes. Our product is already available for purchase on Amazon mm-hmm. and our in terms of our uh, product uh, availability we we will always be available anywhere in, in the nation mm-hmm. and then in terms of the the recycling aspect we would love to be in, in a location I would say potentially it, it, it could be Denver going again yeah. to, to Denver yeah. or Atlanta where mm-hmm. it's it's uh, not that expensive to be in and 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 one can have let's say a warehouse where yeah. one can do lab work and experiment mm-hmm. and explore mm-hmm. and um, uh, where it would make sense for for us to be in um, now Washington D.C. will be here, I think, uh, as long as it makes sense for us to be here. Yeah. And uh, eventually, we would love to be in Canada, mm. because 
Canada has already been very receptive to our products. Yeah. And we've been working with a lot of influencers mm. that uh, have already uh, written about us and they've, they've, um, they've been very interested in, in, in what we do. And we, we have also seen a lot of interest in Germany Oh, cool. And so Germany yeah. is, I'm not too surprised because they mm -hmm. are very aggressive yeah. and ambitious in, in their zero, mm -hmm. zero yeah. waste targets. Yeah. And so I think that is being reflected now mm -hmm. on, on society at large and how they're thinking about things. And so uh, one thing that that, that, that we would love to do is already to eventually in a few years start exploring Canada first because it's close yeah. and then eventually <laughs> yeah. uh, Germany and Europe, uh, Scandinavian countries would be yeah. also a very good place yeah. because uh, again it's not places where you need to do much explaining because mm -hmm. they are the ones eager to wanting, wanting these type mm -hmm. of products and wanting to invest and these types of products. I feel like Asian countries are kind of like, okay, um, are kind of like scratching the surface of it because uh -huh. of how much pollution is going on. Yes. So maybe in, you know, the years to come, they'll be like pretty open to like, okay, we need to reduce our waste. We need to like look into zero waste products and how can we like recycle all these, like, you know, there's their straws initiative and um, uh, getting rid of plastic. So I think you know, it can expand internationally. Yes. I think, yeah. to your point, mm -hmm. Asia, uh, Asia is the highest, highest growing market in beauty mm -hmm. and the highest growing market in, 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 in environmental yeah. products, uh, mm -hmm. solar panels, mm -hmm. uh, solar installation, uh, going electric. Yeah. It, they're, they're very, very fast growing, much more than in advanced uh, nations because they're building their infrastructure yeah. um, from from zero and uh, so yeah I, I totally agree with you mm -hmm. and 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 also it's it's interesting in, in Asia beauty is a very important market oh yeah and uh, there's this um, now in the United States, Korean beauty yeah. is, is a, a thing. <laughs> kind of trendy and it's on really the verge trendy. of just like popularity. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've so. seen it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. All right. It's, just, it's different. It's so different. It's very different. It's There's different. like a whole bunch of videos online. I'm just like, it's a little overwhelming too. <laughs> I'm just starting have, to learn about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just a lot of like skin care and making sure. That, I don't know. It's, it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. And, and now the thing about that is that I don't know if it's necessarily environmentally friendly mm, yeah and and so let's say that in Asia potentially one can incorporate a lot of what they're already doing but then make it environmental yeah and so work with those countries not uh, necessarily us in imposing our products but then mm. working with those cultures and what they already have which is yeah. already an enormous market, but then mm -hmm. repurpose the kinds of things that they want, yeah. and 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 to improve already the market that they already have and make it environmentally friendly. Right. Yeah. Do you know who your competitors are? 
We we see. <laughs> I think the closest one yeah. would be Lush mm, Cosmetics. Yeah. Now, of course, w- they probably don't even know that we exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they yeah. see us as yeah. competitors at all. Uh, but but we we uh, we don't see uh, Dove as our competitors. We don't we don't see any of the. Now, because what we have to do is mm-hmm. is to make sure that we are telling the consumers what we're not. Yeah. Because we're not we're not Dove. We're not the your your uh, CVS soap. Yeah. That's really what we have to clarify. Mm. Uh, because th- those soaps are um, contain this enormous list of ingredients that yeah. one doesn't even. No. No, what's in it? What yeah. it, What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are all these chemicals in it? Uh, which is why it's very inex- why it's so accessible, why it's, it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Lush, Lush is actually into natural cosmetics. Mm-hmm. They are also into the experience, mm-hmm. which we are also in. Into um, they're also into the environment actually. Yeah. Um, much more than one thinks, mm-hmm. uh, because. They, they, they are into recycling. They are into making a shampoo that is not bottled, yeah. so that it can be it could be taken for travel. It mm. can be, um, it, it it lasts actually a very long time. Mm. It's they're high quality products, and right. and that's that's what we are also going for. Yeah. Is, is that type of type that type of product and that type of market. Mm. And that type of audience, and so, so that's why, uh, I, I think they are really the, the major, the, our major benchmark, in a, if you will, okay. if, of what we aspire to to, to become in the mm. beauty market. So could you describe your consumers in a way? Like, do you know what they're looking for, or is it very like niche? Like this is the consumers that we're only targeting, or. Is it just is it more broad? Yes, we we have in terms of the the exfoliating mm-hmm. the exfoliation market. Mm-hmm. They there are we we have a few pillars mm-hmm. that that we focus on. Mm-hmm. So we have the the individuals that that are looking for a a beauty product that is going to serve them a benefit regardless of whether it's repurposed or not. Yeah. Uh, they they could um, they could care less if it's repurposed. <laughs> yeah. In other words. Uh, but the exfoliation is, is very good for individuals who, who have um, uh, dermatitis mm-hmm. or who have um, uh, es- uh, eczema. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it eczema. correctly. I, well, I ordered it you know, and I'm, you know, I ordered three, and so I'm going to use one, my mother's going to use one, and then oh, my, and my nieces Perfect. and nephew are going to use one, because they have very, um, I don't have sensitive skin, but they do, and they then, do. you know, my mom's more mature, so I wanted to see, like, if it would work for her skin, will it work for my skin, and then will it work for, like, sensitive skin, because they do have, like, my nieces and nephew, they have, like, really bad eczema, and they use, um, like, chemically, like, lotions to, like, calm uh. that down, but they are looking into like different ways. Okay, like, how do we like calm down the eczema or stop the itching and the dryness? So huh. they are looking into like natural products. That's why I 
looked into uh, it and seeing like, okay, does this product work for them? Ah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's actually <laughs> excellent because yeah, that's that's what we have been finding in our customer mm-hmm. interviews is yeah is um, um, in individuals that that do have um psoria- uh, psoriasis mm-hmm. that have um that have patches of skin that mm-hmm. are very. Uh, that have rashes or, or yeah. that are harsh, yeah. and that, that that they're trying to to cleanse away mm-hmm. uh, in a natural way that yeah. is that is non chemical that is it's not gonna affect their skin in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've been finding that those individuals, at least in our surveys and our um, research, have have been benefiting from okay. our soap, um, and that that's one one line of customer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then. The other uh, is really more the lifestyle type of, of customer mm-hmm. that is, is looking for uh, products that are where they know that what they're purchasing is, is, is of course, um, is helping their skin, but, but at the same time, they're actually really more uh, in it to help the environment. Yeah. And, and, and then... Um, they or because they love the smell, mm. because they they love coffee, mm-hmm. um, or so so it's other types of of reasons for it. Um, so we're we're going for those two pillars, yeah. So that that we can serve our customers in a different way, yeah. Uh, but of but of course, really making sure that we are bringing value to to the, to their lives and that we are really solving an, a problem that they have and that yeah. another product is not serving because at the end of the day I mean we can certainly be all for recycling we can mm-hmm. be all for the environment but at the end of the day we have to uh, be of service at the end of the day right. to the people who are purchasing the products mm-hmm. yeah Are there any ethical concerns that your type of business might deal with or must deal with? I would say that we have our... So, uh, yeah, ethics is... is um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's basically our views on our, our, our cultural right views. Exactly. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be relative... Mm. Um, there's really no absolute ethics, but the because the way that we see it is really in terms of our our ethics mm. are really to our customers mm-hmm. and to the environment, right. and 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 everything that we do is to provide benefit for both the customers and our environment. And that's that's how we see our ethics and our line of um, uh, of reasoning with the with the ethics is to not not doing anything that will harm mm-hmm. either. And of course, we also have our own internal code of ethics within right. the company of of being uh, respectful and collaborative and mm-hmm. um, and 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 us all being on the same page of providing our best to increasing uh, our chances of being able to accomplish 
the vision of the company, which is to repurpose all waste into mm -hmm. usable goods. And so w we do have a high standard of ethics, but of course, uh, ethics can be relative yeah. to to other companies and to other cultures. Um, but but we we certainly do uh, our best and. In, in accomplishing those on, on our day-to-day -day operations. Yeah, definitely. Why do your customers select you over other competitors? I would say that it's going back to, to the, the people that that we target. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in essence, is when we we try to make a, a very good job at providing a value mm -hmm. to to the customer, right. and so um, in 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 some ways, let's say the, the customer will, will purchase a product mm -hmm. because of the the positive impact that they have on the environment and then the benefits that it provides on the skin for our particular exfoliating soap. Um, it's, uh, there, there will be um, a lot of the customers will make that trade-off. They'll say, well, this, this, uh, this product um, is, is, not, is not Dove and it's not any other CVS exfoliant, mm -hmm. um, but I'm, but I'm willing to pay a higher price because the trade-off is it's better quality, yeah. doesn't contain any chemicals, mm -hmm. so it's it's for people who uh, understand that, and and they they are actually looking for that type of product, mm -hmm. and and that's that's gonna be the same case with with uh, all other products that we will have. Going down um, uh, into our future product lines, for example, the other product that we had available in our mm. when we were testing at farmers markets yeah. was a wood stain, and it was a all natural wood stain mm. that didn't contain any petrol, mm. and uh, that was uh, basically repurposed also from the coffee grounds, mm. and so the it's it's essentially. Um, kind of like a cold press cup uh, juice yeah. you know yeah. in a way yeah. <laughs> that is mm -hmm. that is highly sustainable and it's very effective <laughs> yeah and and so if, if it's if it sits on the wood it'll it'll mm -hmm. absorb it very beautifully yeah and that uh, that that one did well mm -hmm. and and so we, and it would also be for that type of customer that mm. Uh, let's say it has children and would be worried about yeah. their children playing around mm -hmm. uh, wood stained floor that yeah. contains chemicals and contains petrol mm. and um, we don't know a hundred percent the consequences of, of those over the long term yeah. but but consumers are better off knowing that that they're a hundred percent sure that Coffee stain will <laughs> not cause any harm yeah. on their on their on their kids' uh, w um, health. So so that that's really that's who we seek and that's mm -hmm. 
who uh, that's the type of company that our customers uh, we're hoping will will seek in their decision making process. Mm. So why did you guys decide to go from Kofefe to urbanized? Because of that, there's there's a there was a we initially established ourselves as Kofefe, mm. making fun of the hashtag that Donald Trump had tweeted mm. and. Because it was uh, during the time when when he had stepped out of the Paris Agreement. Mm-hmm. And and it was it's, it's similar to coffee. Yeah. So coffee. A little coffee, bit controversial, yeah. And kind of controversial. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, we wanted to use it as a digital marketing strategy as well. Yeah. Um, and then I think that as we, as we matured as a company... We we didn't really want for people to to make that decision of whether they yeah. liked it or not mm-hmm. liked us or not uh, because of politics and we want to really be seen more as a company that provides provides a benefit to all customers mm-hmm. and that we are we're trying to benefit um, individual individuals regardless of their political views yeah uh because it really goes beyond politics Mm. what what we're trying to do really surpasses politics it's really more about uh, a lifestyle and providing a uh, individuals with with a with a lifestyle that anyone can benefit from yeah and and that it's really also more about um advocacy for for um, our livelihood at the end of the day when one really thinks about it long term yeah. so it's really about uh, environmental preservation yeah and uh, it, luckily it'll it'll be around beyond the four-year term of Donald Trump so I think that 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 was really a little bit more short-term sighted mm. and and now we're very more, much more visionary in, in what we do, and and also uh, urbanized is 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 a, a really more of a lifestyle type of company because mm-hmm. uh, individuals are migrating into cities, more condensed areas, and we are living uh, we are living in urban areas more yeah. and more, and so we would like for individuals to be. Uh, to be urbanized and mm. for the for that to mean uh, we are in in urban high density urban areas yeah. but since those are the areas that, that produce the most amount of waste yeah for for those areas to be the most well aware mm. of their effects on the environment and for those to be very environmentally friendly and, and for them to have an economic life cycle um, of the things that they consume then being brought back into other consumable goods. So you want urbanized to mean more than just soap. It's more of yeah. like, look, this is our area. This is what you can do about your waste and making sure you're doing your part for the environment. Yes, Yeah. exactly. And, and many, many other yeah. types of goods. Yeah. Uh, from, from the soap that you use, from mm. the wood that you stain. Mm-hmm. 
from the hair products that I could potentially use. Hello, how's it going? Hello, man. How are you? How are you? Good. Good? You too know Joanne, right? No. No. Juan Manuel. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Are you doing working with Bethesda Green? Yeah, in the communications in the middle of the main street. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. University of Maryland graduate. Okay, so almost, oh, almost, almost, almost. Are you doing like a program here? Like yeah, I'm doing an internship. Yeah. Okay. Ah, cool, cool, cool. With yeah. with Rebecca, Rebecca, you've met. Rebecca, yeah, she's in Sierra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, this is on the zero point two five. Okay. And sin sin moverlo. Perfect. Estas son las otras. Que hay papel también. Perfect. Eh, and do you want to join the interview or join an interview? What interview? <laughs> Uh, for uh, the for the product. Yeah. Yeah. For Urban. Uh, sure. I need to go to bathroom quickly. Sure. But continue. That's that will be one question. Why do you need to use the restroom? Shower. Shower. Exactly. Well, the interview is almost over. Okay. No, that's fine. So okay. Um, did you want to add any information to about urbanized or um, anything you wanted to to end with or add? Yes. If. Uh, I'd love for for us to mm. increase collaboration and okay. with the community, mm -hmm. for for us to be involved into the kinds of things that that other people are doing to help the environment, and yeah. we we love to to sponsor workshops. We love mm -hmm. to um, uh, send our our gift set mm. as gifts, so that mm. so that we can also help. Um, other people's involvement in the environment, mm. and if um, if people are interested in collaborating with us, then yeah. they can reach out to hello at mm. urbanized dot com, mm -hmm. and they can also follow us at at urbanized beauty. Mm. Uh, all of our social media is yeah. at urbanized <laughs> beauty, yeah. so there's no confusion, and. And to to follow us and for future collaboration, that mm. we can work together. It's funny. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Thank you, John. <laughs> Are you talking with somebody? Are you recording? We're recording. Okay. Are you finished? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got a team. Good. <laughs> yeah, who, who wants tea? I want tea. I'll take one. What do you want? John, tea. Um, raspberry. If there's another raspberry. one. Raspberry. And uh, oh no, I, I I forgot I have that thingy right there. That one's mine. Okay. Alex, what do you want? Um, I just put a few of the green ones in. Thank you so much, man. The Moroccan green tea or, or actually, the just green mind. tea? I don't want any.